It's time for another edition of Your Home Discovery, broadcast nationally on AM and FM radio stations, Spotify, TuneIn Radio, and more, plus easily found on most social media channels. Podcast available at yourhomediscovery.com. Your Home Discovery, keeping everything around your home sweet home looking great. Now, here's your host, Charlie Campbell. If you missed part of today's program, the website is there as a resource for you. Click on Listen Now, and you'll be able to scroll back through the last several weeks' programs, and you can catch this one again. Let's say we talk about something today that you want to learn more about, and I can tell you now, if you do projects yourself, if you use things like reciprocating saws, circular saws, drills, you're going to want to kick back for the next hour because we are joined in studio by Scott with Diablo Tools. Good morning. Hey, good morning, Charlie. Thanks for having me out. Absolutely. Glad to have you here. So let's talk a little bit about Diablo Tools. To begin with, uh, Diablo makes an amazing product line. I mean, they're just hands down, there's a billion reasons that it is amazing. But let's start with some of the basics. What makes Diablo First off, what does Diablo make? So Diablo is a tool accessory company. So we don't make actual power tools, just right. the accessory line. So, so you wait a minute. Let me see ahead. if I get this straight. You focus on just one product. Exactly, exactly. So not one product, but one product category. Right. So just the right. cutting, which makes us laser focused as a company. So we're sure. not having some of the other guys in, in the same space will make you know, um, measuring tape, shoes, toothbrushes, power drills, also the reciprocating blades, circular saw blades. They make just about anything you would need at a job site. Sure. And they do make some good quality stuff, but not all of it has the same level of quality. Um, I always compare it to, I I tell people all the time, you can only have so many of your favorite children. This is our (laughs) favorite kid. Um, It's the blades. Some of the other companies, it's definitely the power tools. Right. So we're we're laser focused on this one category. We do it really well. Right. um, Because of the quality that we've hit the market with, we're number one in the market with reciprocating saw blades. We're number one with circular saw blades. And we've done that in a far shorter time than some of these other guys have been on the market selling. Absolutely. I'm glad you're not tired of being with me. We've been together a couple of times this week. We did a video that I think we posted yesterday, if I recall correctly, on on Friday. It may have been Thursday night. I don't know. Time just all runs together for me. But the, the different things that you cut in doing the demos was absolutely incredible. There's a billion reasons why I think it's incredible. And I learned so much from your demonstration, and I already thought I knew a lot about cutting wood, metal, and then the idiosyncrasies, really thick metal, old cast iron, um, wood that has a nail or two in it, or three, or, or several, four, right, or right, several. Right. You know, it's those unexpected things, you know, and there's a lot of specifics behind what makes cutting or drilling, you know, an art, a lot to do with, first off, having fully charged batteries, having a tool that's prepared to do the job. However, what's hooked into that tool makes or breaks the success once you have the other pieces in place. Uh, 100%. I mean, 
it having the right accessory in your tool is just as important as having the right tool to begin the job with. Oh, yeah, absolutely. So for that, we have we have a large range of let's just take reciprocating saws to start off with. Sure. We have a full range of bimetal, we have a full range of carbide and we specify them for the purpose that they're made. So, so we have some stuff that's meant specifically to cut clean wood. Clean wood as in um, wood with no nails or anything in it, no sure. fasteners. Sure, brand yeah. new from the lumber yard, ready to ready to go. Exactly. So think new construction, or even think if you're outside in your garden, you want to trim your your bushes or your hedges. Sure. You have a nasty tree, some things like that. So we make something for that. Right. We make a blade for nail embedded wood. We make a blade for uh, let's say a contractor. I know some of the guys that are doing this day in day out. They want if they want less tools to do more jobs. So Absolutely. a good general purpose blade that you can do clean wood. You can hit nails with it. You could even cut, say, all thread with it. Um, We have a great general purpose blade. Then we get even more specified. We have blades for medium metal. We have blades for thick metal. We have um, a blade that's a step up from that. That's called our amp blade, and it's it's got twice the life of even our our number one seller. So this this blade hit the market about a year ago, and we've done tremendous with that blade. We've got thin metal conduit blades. Um, So there's a there's a big range of products, and because of that, we're able to hit the market in a more direct way and solve more problems for end users than any company has done before. Well, and by doing that, first off, you mentioned the laser focus. So you're really able to focus on the quality of the product. Quite honestly, being in the trade a very long time, something you mentioned, something you showed me earlier this week, is the ability to cut some things that rolled off your tongue like it's old hat when you mentioned cutting all thread, cutting metal conduit, cutting steel in general. We used to have to have one more tool, the chop saw, with the the specific blade to, to cut metal, and that involved a lot of sparks, and it got the metal very, very hot. Right. Let's take that apart a little bit and talk about, and I realize a lot of this happens more on the commercial construction job site where we're putting beam clamps, we're putting standoffs, we're, we're using unistrut, and we need to cut all thread and put a nut on the all thread after we cut it. How many guys are putting the nut on the all thread and then cutting it so that they can back the nut off to clean the threads up? Talk a little bit about what happens as you take your blade and cut the all thread and can put the nut right on the all thread. Yeah, so I'll back up even further. So you said that some of this stuff was catered um, more towards commercial people, but I've met people just on the streets. Uh, we did that We did that demo earlier this week where I cut up that uh, quarter-inch I-beam with that circular saw. <laughs> yeah. That was just a seven-and-a-quarter-inch circular saw, and the blade is a retail $30 blade, and it turns that wood-cutting saw into a metal-cutting saw right. um, just as fast as you can change out the blade. Mm-hmm. Now, I've had guys that aren't commercial. They're not commercial contractors, but they are a little handy. And they had stuff to do around their house with just welding products on, let's say, one guy. He, he backed up a trailer, and he jackknifed it. And he had to basically make a cut and re-weld it so that he could use his trailer. Right. This isn't a commercial contractor. Um, he had a big problem. He didn't honestly know how to do it. And he was expecting extra labor time to first make the cut, but then clean it up so he could weld it. When I showed him this blade, 
I saved that guy as an entire Saturday afternoon. Well, sure. Um, so for thirty bucks, I mean, that was that was huge for that guy. Mm-hmm. And then to your point about all thread and people backing up the nut, uh, they might. But honestly, I think most people they're going to pull out a bandsaw and they'll cut it, and then there might be some cleanup. Um, and especially if you're thinking about repair or anything like that, you might not be able to thread that net off. Right. The nut off beforehand, right? Um, and then also think about, especially like your HVAC people and things like that. They're hanging things from the ceilings. Mm-hmm. Not only are they using tools, but they're also probably on a ladder. So then you have <laughs> safety concerns of right. keeping three points of contact and things like that. Which, when you have a bandsaw or a grinder, a lot of these are going to be two-handed tools. Right. One of the tools I showed you earlier today is a five and three-eighths circular blade. That if you're if you're skilled, you can you can most certainly use that with one hand. Still keep three points of contact on a ladder. Get a clean cut. You're on that height less time because, as your point, you can thread that nut immediately after. So mm-hmm. not only are you making the job quicker, but also safer. It's interesting to me, uh, not the fact. I mean, it, sure, it's it it's it's kind of an eye opener to be able to take a piece of all thread and cut it with a circular saw. And have it be able to have a nut threaded right on it. Right. That, that's pretty cool. But the 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 look of the end of that, how it's literally polished looking, there's not a bunch of burrs. Number two, and I think the most incredible to me, was the fact that it wasn't too hot to immediately touch. The heat, the lack of heat because of the quality cut. Break that down for me. So all of our blades are really, really high quality, and there's a lot of things that go into that from a lot of smart people on this team. Um, To your point about the refinish work and how it was a polished look, the tooth configuration on these blades has what we call a triple chip grind. So you have basically one tooth that we call an A tooth, another that's a B tooth, and then your grind tooth. And they fit together, almost think of it as a pyramid, and then that last, that third tooth is your grind tooth. So as that blade is spinning... You're getting two two cuts and a grind, um, so that that is the rework. Right. Um, we're also the only company in this space that manufactures our own carbide. So because of that, we manufacture the best. We have very very tight controls on our manufacturing process. Right. Which allows that high quality carbide, like you saw. And then we also on all of our blades, um, we're known for that that red paint. And it's not a paint. I hate when I hear it called a paint. <laughs> it's an aluminum alloy coating that actually sure. bonds to the metal that we put red dye in. Um, but that aluminum alloy coating actually keeps your heat down. So it eliminates your heat because it eliminates drag and resistance. Drag and, resi- drag and resistance increases heat. Heat is bad for teeth and blades. Oh, absolutely. So, Stay tuned. Your home discovery continues straight ahead. Your home discovery now continues. Here's your host, Charlie Campbell. We are taking apart reciprocating saw blades, circular saw blades, and a whole lot more as we are joined by Scott with Diablo Tools. Scott, thanks again for coming back this week and seeing me a second time. Yeah, happy to be here, Charlie. Absolutely. So a little bit ago, we started to talk about, you mentioned um, how you hate hearing paint and your blades are red, and it's not paint, and you explained that whole process. I was going to say, do you know why everybody thinks it's paint? Is this a rhetorical question, or are you asking? I'm asking. I, I do know, yeah. Well, the reason is that all of the competitors use paint. Exactly. And people are used to seeing it come off 
and gum up their product. I mean, literally, if you're cutting a nice piece of wood and that paint comes off, it can gum up the edge of that wood. That's exactly true. And no, there's no getting around it. With, right. with as fast as these blades are spinning and the product that they're moving, you're going to have a lot of friction. Right. Friction creates heat. Heat melts paint. Yes. Um, but then to your point with the gumming, you're adding more friction in there yes. with that paint gumming up. Yes. Which heat, friction, vibration, those are all bad things for your blade. That w- That's what causes blades to fail out faster. Oh, yeah, absolutely. And then take that to the next level. When you have this enormous blade, but if we really break that blade down into segmentations, the teeth aren't nearly as big as the thermal mass of the blade. Correct. And the teeth are the front line of the cut. And if those teeth get too hot because the blade isn't designed correct and it gets too hot, it becomes dull very quickly. Or even worse, you get teeth that start popping. Start popping off. Exactly. And then you have missing teeth, which gives you a very inaccurate cut. I mentioned to you on Thursday when you were in town that I really like the circular saw blade from Diablo that I bought, I don't know, about a year ago. And I have found how it so drastically decreases the amount of work on the, on the guy using the saw, if you will. Right. It, it walks right through the line. It allows you, rather than really pushing that saw, it allows you to be more guided with your approach and end up with a much better looking finished cut. I'm glad that you noticed that. And it, it speaks to the level of uh, professionalism that you have in, in tools in general and the experience that you have. There's a huge difference between letting the tool do the work right. and muscling your way through a project. Yes. And with some materials, you're forced to basically push the blade through mm-hmm. because it will cut. But not as not as cleanly as say a Diablo, right? Um, and the blade that you were mentioning is our seven and a quarter inch framing blade. It's the number one selling blade in America, and it's because people all over America have the same experiences of, as you did. Sure, that they're using this blade. It's pulling it. The blade is pulling through the material. You're not pushing it through the material. Absolutely, I put one in one of my table saws, and I literally noticed a sound differential. The old blade, it used to sound like I was lugging the motor down. And I'll be honest, I wasn't convinced that the motor was much for for life. I thought the motor was about done. I put the Diablo blade on it, and it sounds like a brand new saw. Another point that might be lending towards that is all of our blades have stabilization vents cut into them. Sure. We've seen some other competitors do the same thing. Uh, the reason for those stabilization vents is it decreases vibration. Obviously, vibration in your blade, bad for teeth because it creates it creates movement at a high RPM sure. through abrasive materials. Right. We fill our stabilization vents with a patented epoxy so that it dampens that vibration. And the next time any of anyone's at a hardware store, pick up a competitor blade and a screwdriver, a piece of metal, and hold it on your finger like a hi-hat. And tap it, and you'll hear it ring. Sure. Take a Diablo, do the same thing, and you'll hear a... Kind of a thud. A thud. Right. Um, And it's because we put those stabilization vents in there to decrease that vibration, and then it will obviously give you a better cut, but even to your point, it's going to be gentler on your tools as well. When we start talking about 
quality products. And, and this spans the entire construction industry. It seems like the higher quality product, the higher the price. Right. When you look at a blade, you have to look, in my opinion, and, and feel free to correct me, you have to look at blade life when you look at cost of a blade. You could buy two blades, one for $50 and one for $2, and you could say the $2 blade's cheaper. But if you need a new $2 blade every time you make a cut and you're going to make 100 cuts, right. that's $200. If a $50 blade will make 400 cuts, that's 50 cents a cut. Exactly. We, we have a, a saying in the company, more cuts per buck. And that's oh, you that's, ought to put that on a shirt or something. That uh, sounds kind of cool. I More we cuts do. <laughs> per buck. Okay. DiavoloTools.com apparel. You can buy a shirt that says exactly that. You know, I I'll may have to. to I may have to, to do that today. So if you're listening and thinking, you know, maybe I'd like to know more about the Diablo Tools. You said it's Diablo. DiabloTools.com. I, even I can type that into a web browser. Really intuitive, really intuitive website too. So you don't have to be an expert in tools to navigate this website. It has drop down menus. Right. With what accessory are you looking to use? As in circular saw blade, reciprocating saw blade, hole saw, um, SDS bit, things of that nature. Um, the material that you're gonna go through. And then the finishes. So even if you're not an expert at tools, it drops it down in such an intuitive fashion that you don't have to be an expert to navigate through this and still find the best materials for the job that you're about to do. And that's awesome. So I love the focus. I think you called it laser focus on your product. It makes Diablo good at what Diablo does. Exactly. And I, I completely get that. Let's broach into the next product line. We talked a lot about circular saw blades Let's get into some of the reciprocating saw blades. Right. So uh, two, there's two main styles of re reciprocating saw blades, and you have bimetal or you have carbide. Bimetal is basically two metal blends that's, mel that's melted together, a high-strength uh, speed steel and then a tempered steel. And then carbide has that same for the body, but then it has carbide teeth welded on. So mm. bimetal is cheaper. Carbide is more expensive, but also much higher quality. Sure, absolutely. Um, we have a full line of bimetal and carbide blades. And again, it's, it's specified for different types of applications. So I know we heard earlier that we have, a, you know, a general purpose blade. We have a thick metal blade. We have even a thin metal conduit and a copper blade. Sure. Using the right tool for the job is not only going to give you a cleaner cut for the material that you're in, but it'll also extend the life of that particular blade. Sure. As long as you keep them separated and understand which one's for which, you can get an incredible amount of life out of each blade. Again, like you said, it's using the right tool for the project. And right. that, that goes to so many other levels other than just blades, not to diminish what you're talking about. But, man, that goes to everything. Everything. I mean, use the right tool for the job. Use the right blade for the job. Right. You, you, you wouldn't paint a house, you yeah. know, with, with the wrong kind of paintbrush or right. anything else. It, right. Using the right application for each and every job you do in life is important. Absolutely. So let's talk about the popularity and some of the, 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 the lifeblood of the recip line. So I think you're asking me as far as Diablo, we, we're number one on the market for reciprocating blades. Okay. Last year, we sold more carbide than we did bimetal. 
Wow. The history of reciprocating blades is bimetal. That's that's what was originally came out with. Okay. Um, Diablo was the first company to put carbide on a reciprocating saw blade. Generally, uh, before we did that, a bimetal blade, you're looking, let's, for sake of argument, three, four, five bucks a blade. Sure. Some of these that we came out with are 12, 13, 14, even $15 a blade. Originally, when we were talking to experts in the market, they told us that was crazy and nobody would ever pay 14 or 15 bucks for a single reciprocating blade. Right. Until they found out how Until long they, they last. Until they found out. Exactly. Yeah. So yeah. I know we did a couple of demos and I used a bimetal blade and I put it through a couple of nails. The teeth were already starting to smoke and this was two cuts. Right. I used mine with the carbide on it, went through 10, and you couldn't tell that the blade was used other than a little bit of that aluminum oxide coating with the sure. red dye, not sure. the paint, sure. <laughs> yeah. had started to wear off just a little bit. So again, that's the more cuts per, per buck. So especially your tradesmen and the people that are doing this day in and day out, right. for them to spend an extra eight bucks a blade, but to get 50 times the life out of it, Completely that's a night and day different. And, you know, for the new construction market, running into nails is less common. You're taking bundles of lumber and you're framing an entire house with all new goods. Right. But when you're renovating, repairing, an electrician adding an outlet, drilling holes to get wire run. You're an HVAC technician replacing ductwork. You're cutting holes. You're trying to get return air run. A plumber trying to access pipes, valves, and fittings. A carpenter doing a remodeling project, a room addition, or more importantly, renovating an existing structure, cutting into walls. You know you're going to come across nails. You're going to come across those that old lumber with hard knots in it, and then what's right behind that? A screw or a nail. More helpful ways to build and improve your home sweet home are straight ahead. Stay tuned. Your home discovery now continues. Here's your host, Charlie Campbell. We are getting in-depth with saw blades, circular saw blades, reciprocating saw blades, and the whole line of Diablo tools as we're joined here in studio by Scott with Diablo. Scott, again, thank you for coming in. Charlie, it's great to be here. We've had it. We've had an excellent time. An electrician adding an outlet, drilling holes to get wire run. You're an HVAC technician replacing ductwork. You're cutting holes. You're trying to get return air run. A plumber trying to access pipes, valves, and fittings. A carpenter doing a remodeling project, a room addition, or more importantly, renovating an existing structure cutting into walls, you know you're going to come across nails. You're going to come across those that old lumber with hard knots in it. Right. And then what's right behind that? A screw or a nail or something in that stud, which is all the time going to ruin one of those inexpensive blades. And then it's downtime. Then it's, right. it's time that you are got to go back out to the truck or the toolbox, right. grab a new blade. Hopefully you have them so you're not running out to the store wasting even more time. Right. Um, but to your point, you you don't know what you're going to get into. But with those Diablo blades that I showed you, I'd oh, be yeah. hard, hard pressed. You're, whatever you find, you're, you're yeah. going to make it through. We, we were cutting through concrete nails. So yeah. most of the guys that you just mentioned aren't going to be hitting concrete nails in the interior of a house. No. But if they do... Rest assured, you're gonna you're gonna cut right through it. Well, and that's just the coolest. That's the coolest part of it. And then, if we take that apart even further, okay. So 
I can get a lot more cuts out of the Diablo blade. More cuts per buck. And, and that's important because being frugal with our money is important. What's more important, just my opinion, to the tradesman isn't always the cost, as unfair as this is going to sound, because we all know that the cost of a service is passed along to the end user. Right. But what remains when the project is done is the quality that that craftsman left behind. By having the right blade doing the right job goes back to I'm letting the saw do the work and I am able to provide so much better finished product. And even to take that even higher, so even if the expenses are getting pushed on to the end user or the customer from, say, a plumbing outfit or a general right. contractor, if his employees, say the guy that owns those companies, is still able to do a job faster oh, yes. because they're making faster, safer cuts mm-hmm. with less rework, then they can bid more jobs on the year. So now not only are you get, you're getting jobs done faster, but now you're making more money for the whole company. So like that, that money goes around and it comes back around. So Scott, I'm not going to ask you to toot your own horn here. I'm going to do the horn tooting for Diablo all on my own. Um, Popular Mechanics named the Demo Demon Spade Bit the 2023 Popular Mechanics Tool Award winner in the Best Spade Bit category. That is uh, honestly quite an accomplishment. It, 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 it takes a lot to win an award like that. And if you haven't tried one of these spade bits, I would definitely encourage you to get to your local Diablo retailer and check these things out. Ask for a demo. You know, you're going to think this is going to sound bad. Hole saws. We really don't want the hole saw. What we really want is the hole and exactly, the wood. Exactly. But let's talk through hole saws because a hole saw is not typically just one product. It's the hole saw, it's the arbor, and it's the tool that drives it. So there's actually three components, different sized hole saws with a lot of product lines require different arbors. And now, I well, I just went too big on a size. Now I have to have a different arbor. My arbor doesn't fit that. There's just a whole complexity. Diablo has simplified that for your line. Let's talk through that in a little bit of detail. So they did. So there is a universal arbor system out there that will connect to your drill, um, but there's size differentiators. So there's three different ones floating out there somewhere. And most people that I talk to don't have any idea where those sizes cut off. So you might be on a job site, and especially some of these big job sites, like let's take the Kansas City Airport remodel, for instance. Sure. There's several different crews working out there, pulling out of several different toolboxes. Right. I've talked to people personally that went to a toolbox, grabbed an arbor system, walked almost a mile to the (laughs) other side of the job site, went to go make their hole, realized it's the wrong arbor system. Sure. The crazy amount of downtime that that guy just experienced, I guarantee you he didn't tell his boss. Right. <laughs> you know what I mean? Right. Um, with- and the boss is going, why didn't you check that before you took the walk? But it, a boss that asks that hasn't ever worked in the field. That's that's exactly true. So when Diablo came out with our whole saw system, we wanted to solve a couple different issues, one of which was that issue there. So our mandrel system 
fits every hole saw that we've come out with from nine sixteenths of an inch all the way up to six and a half inch for your recessed lighting size. Sure. So once you're in the Diablo system, no matter what box you're pulling out of, where you're going, who you're with, it's the same Arbor system. So that's been huge for problem solving for people that especially at those bigger job sites where you might run into several different crews and pulling from different job boxes and things like that. Absolutely. That makes perfect sense. Now, you know, the other big issue that comes up, it's happened to me, and I know it's happened to just about everyone in the field, you get that mile walk out of the way. And let's say you have the right arbor, and you go to put it together, guess what you did forget to grab? The wrench that it takes, the special Allen wrench that it takes to put that arbor together. How did you address that issue? Right. So typically you need that little Allen wrench, like you said, there's a little set screw in there that actually holds your pilot bit in right. place. Right. So ours is a tool-free system. So we have um, O-rings, bearings, and a C-clamp in this Arbor system. So once your pilot bit is engaged, slide over your, your, slide your hole saw on, and it actually locks that in place. So then it holds your pilot bit. If you happen to break your pilot bit, which happens all the time, if you hit a nasty nail, if you get at a weird angle and it torques, um, you're going to, you're going to break pilot bits faster than you wear out hole saws. Sure. With ours, eject that cup and it's a quick eject system. So it literally clicks out. Think of like a seatbelt, you pull it back and it just ejects that thing. Sure. Almost the same as you click a seatbelt, it ejects, it ejects your seatbelt. Right. Once that's ejected, that cup, you can. it's a tool-free system. If you give it a good pull, it'll take that pilot bit out. And then you can put another one back in, slide your cup over, and get back to work in far less time than the process that you described. That is incredible. So it just seems like the, the, the lesson from Diablo is get laser-focused on get what laser you focused, do. Exactly. You, you literally solve so many issues proactively. I'm just... I'm super impressed with that. So when let's go back to whole saws real sure. fast for one more thing. So the biggest issue that I would say that we solved with whole saws is getting the plug out. The plug being the chunk of wood that's stuck that's in, stuck that's inside stuck in the whole saw. Right. So traditionally people would use say a flat head screwdriver uh-huh. to basically pry these things out. Uh-huh. With this quick eject system, we have holes in the back that you can eject that cup then use your pilot bit to give it a couple easy taps, and that plug ejects. And since it's a quick eject system, you don't have to screw it on. You don't have to line up your holes or anything. Right. Click it, tap out the plug, stick it back in, you're back to work. So especially for your contractors who are making 20, 30, 40, 50 holes on a job site, right. that speed of changing in that plug out really did make a huge difference. You know, Diablo has certainly eliminated the downtime of sitting around doing fun things like digging the plug out of a hole saw. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> I, that's, uh, that's incredible to think of. Obviously, the technology behind your product line is huge. Let's take that apart a little bit, talk about your manufacturing your engineering process, and then a little later in the program, I'd like to get into some growth and, and some other areas that you're getting into. But but let's talk real briefly about your engineering process, the thoughts behind that, how this product is developed, and what you're doing to stay on top of things. So innovation is a huge part of our company. Like I mentioned earlier, we were the first people to put carbide on a reciprocating blade. Right. 
we don't really get into spaces where there's not innovation to be had. So sure. there, are, there are a couple product lines that we're not into because of that reason. Um, but as far as manufacturing and engineering, most of our blades are going to be either made in Switzerland, Italy, or here in the United States and North Carolina. We moved a manufacturing and uh, production facility out there about five, six years ago. Mm-hmm. And a lot of our circular saw blades are actually American made now. So, but all Switzerland, Italy, both known for really, really high standards on their manufacturing. Right. We have engineers, both from America, uh, Switzerland, Italy. I've talked to a few of these guys. They're incredibly, incredibly smart. They know more about blades and tooth configuration than I knew even existed. <laughs> um, so some of, some of the leading guys in the world with cutting edge are on this team. Right. And that's why they're cranking out these products that are absolutely just dominating the market. Oh, that's awesome. It, the, the laser focus is incredible. The attention to detail is incredible. And, and I appreciate the knowledge that you're sharing with us here today. More with Scott Diablo Tools when we come back. Stay tuned. Your home discovery continues straight ahead. Your home discovery now continues. Here's your host, Charlie Campbell. We are joined here this morning by Scott with Diablo Tools. And, you know, Scott, there's a lot going on with drilling, boring. Why don't you just kind of explain that whole process to me? Because some of that stuff you've shown me is it's just more than I can even wrap my head around. And I've been in this industry a long time. Right. So... There's several, several reasons that you would have to make a hole into a wall or a piece of wood or a pipe when you're doing uh, new construction or remodel or refabrication. But with those, you need you need the tools. Sure. So we have a complete line of basically tools that are meant for drilling and boring holes. Sure. From everything like spade bits. I know that we did a couple of uh, demonstrations oh. <laughs> with spade bits. Yeah, the spade bit was literally amazing. I've used spade bits tons of times. I don't prefer them. They're they're difficult. Yours had a different twist. Right. First spade bit I've ever used that's self-feed. Right. So there are a couple others on the market that, are, that do have that self-feed point. But ours has a self-feed point, two cutting edges, and then those cutting edges have a flare to them, and that flare is to kick out your excess wood. Absolutely. And you could feel that. When the drill's in your hand, you can feel it pretty strongly mm-hmm. because it's kicking those chunks out and it's the screw is pulling you through the wood. Right. It's ejecting your, your, uh, your chips, basically. Sure. And pulling you through. You're not pushing the tool through. It's doing it the other way around. And, and it's, I saw that, you do it. That couldn't be any more evident than the finished product. When you looked at the back side of that right. lumber, you saw kind of the blowout piece that was left from the standard spade bit, and you saw the back of a smooth, clean hole exactly. once you came through with the Diablo. That was incredible. Yeah, two cutting edges and that self-feed point really do make a huge difference because you're getting a cleaner cut the entire time, right. which equals less blowback to your point. Absolutely. So, and again, uh, spade bits, even though they might not be your favorite, hmm. everybody who has a who has a toolkit at their house or is in the trades has a spade bit set. Right. So it's a, it's a very very common tool, and if you can get the best ones on the market for the same price that everybody else, you should. Well, once you introduced me to your spade bit, I have a whole new love for them. Right. It, it completely changed. It's not. 
it's not something that can really be explained very well. I think it's more something you have to take a drill with one of these and physically drill a hole with one. Right. Because right. the control that you have is incredible. There's not the the slight bounce. I mean, if you think about a spade bit, it's two sides and it's spinning pretty quickly with the other style, the, comp- the your competitors, I guess, it almost makes the drill wobble, giving you an oblonged hole. Which would make sense because if you have a one cutting edge and it's going to be a flat paddle-like design, right? that doesn't, the shape of that blade doesn't have a movement to it that's going to pierce through the wood cleanly. There's a lot of resistance right. just in the shape, just because right. of the, the physics behind the shape that you're trying to push through. So having those flared edges oh, yes. that kick out that that kick out your wood chips is that feel that you're talking about. And you you can feel it. It's it's hard to see on a video when the drill's in your hand. Right. Every time I ever let anyone do this, they're always incredibly impressed. Yeah. Well I knew I was in for something kind of cool when I saw and first picked up the blade or the the bit because I saw what did you call the edges again uh, not flanged but flared flared right I, I didn't know what it was called but I could tell immediately by looking at it something was different and I had a feeling that was also going to eject the scrap much easier and yep, it did exactly it kept it a clean smooth hole that was really fast and you start thinking about time time is money we have to figure out ways to save a little bit of time on the job sites, this is an incredible product, especially if you drill a lot of holes. I mean, there's some different trades. Electricians and plumbers drill a lot of holes. A lot, a lot. And time is the most expensive part of any job site. Yes. It's not, it's not the tools. It's not the accessories. It's the time and the guys on it. Right. But even at your do-it-yourselfer guys at their house, time mm-hmm. is precious to them, too. They have families and friends and things that they'd probably rather be doing Absolutely. than playing with spade bits, even if they are the Diablos. And I don't want to get tied up into it, you know, because we're kind of running out of time. we got a couple of minutes left, but... Fostner blades or bits. Let's talk about those quickly. They are so incredibly sharp. Um, I think I can still feel that spot on my finger touching (laughs) it. Yeah, so another similar design. So we have two cutting edges and a self-feed tip. Uh, As far as I know, we're the only manufacturer that has the two cutting edges, but obviously two cutting edges beats one cutting edge. Well, yeah, that is absolutely certain. Okay, well, we're visiting with Scott from Diablo Tools, and I'm going to take a little detour here, Scott, give you just a, a second to have a coffee break. I have to cover an email, info at yourhomediscovery.com. And the question is, I do a lot of framing, and it seems as if every time I go to cut through framing material, 2x10s, 2x12s, I end up burning my blades up, and I have found that I am pushing harder on the saw than what I probably should be. I got a Diablo blade one time and tried it, and it seemed as if I was still pushing hard on the saw. And I think a lot of that comes from our habits. It comes from what we get used to. And as we're spending time making boards shorter, 
we tend to get used to how we do that, especially if we're doing it on a repetitive basis. We know the torque of the saw when we hit the switch. We know how fast we can push through a cut. And sometimes with the, I, I hate to say less expensive, because when we start talking about cost per cut, that's not what we're talking about. But the inferior blades that are available on the market, I really think we take a couple of turns. Number one, everything seems to be marketed toward price. And we don't really think about price from the aspect of the cost per cut. And Scott, you had mentioned that earlier as you drink your coffee. And and, and I said, I wrote back in the email and I said, you really have to contemplate the big picture. It's not what you spend on the blade. It's what the blade is going to invest in your future. So, Scott, you've talked a lot about cutting through nails, cutting through hard places in lumber. And, you know, you and I met up, I don't know, six months ago or so, and there were some pretty cool things that I've been able to learn about these products by using them myself. And moreover, yes, you can cut through some nails and it's not going to kill the saw blade. You get, you get more cuts per blade with this quality of product. But what I felt when I was cutting through a 2x10 with just a standard wood cutting blade, it was so razor sharp, I felt a different level of control. I wasn't trying to push the saw so hard. Let the saw do the work. But what shocked me, you know, I think more than that, even though that was impressive all by itself, what shocked me more than that was that I could take one of these carbide blades and on a circular saw and I could literally cut through three-eighths thick metal. I could cut through a piece of all thread and not have to do any rework to get the nut to thread onto the all thread after I made that cut. Those are the things that you can take to the bank. Those are the things that really change the way that you work with the product. So a minute and a half left. Talk to me about where Diablo is headed, some new products that you're looking at. So we have some new things that I've heard through the grapevine that I can't disclose at this time. I can tell you. I could add some pressure. I don't know uh, how, but... (laughs) I can tell you that there, there's been some talks of some innovative things on some products that I get asked about all the time. Hey, do you guys make this? Right. Unless we can do something innovative with it, we're not going to get into that space. Sure. But I can tell you that there are some things in the works. Well, I can't wait, and we'll have to have you back when that happens. We have less than a minute. 
final thoughts, anything you'd like to share? Charlie, nothing really I'd like to add. I just want to thank you again for having me out. I'm glad that we got to do some of these demos that we can show these to people that are doing remodels or that they're going to be using these products day in and day out to make their living. Right. Um, huge opportunity, and I'm really, really excited that you had me out. Thanks for enjoying another edition of Your Home Discovery with Charlie Campbell, a presentation of CQH Ranch LLC, keeping everything around your home sweet home looking great. Broadcast nationally on AM and FM radio stations, Spotify, TuneIn Radio, and more, plus easily found on most social media channels. Tune in again soon for more tips and ideas to keep your home sweet home looking great. Podcast available 24-7, yourhomediscovery.com.